Welcome to You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always gonna keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Welcome everybody. How are you guys doing? Welcome back to the pod. This is the Wrestling Takeover, and I'm your host, Jordan Turner. We got Survivor Series to talk about. I'm going to give you guys my preview predictions. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, all the things going on in WWE. Um, and I appreciate you guys just supporting what I do. Um, if you guys want to follow me on social media, Twitter, at JT Takeover, Instagram, at The Wrestling Takeover, and TikTok, at The Wrestling Takeover. Thank you guys once again for always supporting. Um, if you guys also want to continue to support not only on social media, but on the podcast and spreading the word of the wrestling takeover. If you guys want to leave me a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Google Play, I would really appreciate it. Um, but Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate not only a short review opinion on the uh, episodes, but also leaving me a five-star rating if you enjoy what you hear. Um, but I appreciate everybody tapping in. Um, if you're new to the podcast, again, I'm my, my name is Jordan Turner, and this is my show, The Wrestling Takeover. You're going to get nothing but honesty. You're going to get nothing but creativity. You're going to get nothing but knowledge and passion through the opinions from a fan that loves professional wrestling. You might get some rants here and there. But at the end of the day, it's all love. And pro wrestling has really been on fire as of late. Mainly WWE has been fun. I've been rocking with it. And uh, again, this is kind of going to be a mellow podcast. Um, I just want to kind of just give you all my opinions on everything that's going on in WWE with Survivor Series tomorrow night. There are some potential things that I think the WWE is going to kind of tease us Um during the entire show. So I actually have the full card here. I'm going to run down the full card. Um, and this is coming from Bleach Report. So I'm taking the stuff from Bleach Report. Um, I will talk about the CM Punk stuff towards the end of the podcast. I kind of just want to get into the Survivor Series. And give you all my opinions on everything going on about tomorrow night. So uh, Bleach Report actually gave their match order and projections. Um I have been a a person that has been very opinionated when it comes to match order. You have to start off the show with a bang. You have to. You cannot start off the show with no cookie cutter uh, bullshit. You, you can't do it. You know what I mean? You got to get the crowd riled up. You know what I mean? Maybe the second match is a, is a come down here and there. But you have to start the, the show off with a bang. It's just... It feels great. You know what I mean? You start off the show. I open Peacock. You got the introduction, all that stuff. And then you end it, you know, in the introduction with a great opener. Like, it's it's great. It's a great feeling. So, this is the order that they think the show is going to be. Women's War Games match. Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Shotzi versus Damage Control. Bailey, Io, Kyrie, and Asuka. So they think the women's war games match is actually going to kick off the show. It makes sense. 
It makes sense. If the men are going to be the main event, the women have to kick off the show. So I agree with Bleach Report there. Next up, they got Santos Escobar versus Carlito. They think that's going to be the second match. The third match is the WWE Women's World Heavyweight Championship match between Rhea Ripley and Zoe Starks. Next up is the co-main event, the Intercontinental Championship match, Gunther versus The Miz. And then the main event, of course, is the Men's War Games match, Team Cody with Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and a returning Randy Orton. I'm so happy he's back. I'm so happy. Versus the Judgment Day and Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, J.D. McDonough, and a heel turn in Drew McIntyre. Now, so far, it's been it's been good regarding Drew McIntyre's heel turn. I've been enjoying it. Um, and it's it's gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. Um, I actually uh, wrote some stuff down on uh, some just opinions on what I think is going to happen um, in all of these matches, kind of giving you the rundown on everything. And then um, after I run down, you know, um, each uh, match that I have written down here, I'm going to give you guys my predictions. All right. And then lastly, we're going to get into the CM Punk conversation because there's some truth bombs that I need to, I need to talk about. Got a couple articles here and there regarding uh, CM Punk. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so let's get into it. Kicking things off again with the Women's War Games match. Um, eight of the most talented female superstars in WWE will go battle on Saturday when they clash in the War Games match. Damage Control has run roughshod over SmackDown in recent months, especially since EO Sky cashed in her Money in the Bank contract to become WWE Women's Champion back at SummerSlam. As a result, Zamas Control has made plenty of enemies along the way, including two of the all-time greats in Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair, who essentially Shotzi and another um, OG performer in Becky Lynch to help them out with Becky Lynch recently returning. Sadly, the babyface team, Damage Control, is stronger than ever as Sky brought the returning Kyrie Sane into the group as Asuka recently joined, as well as she returned. Bailey still believes that she is the leader of damage control, but Sky seems to be the one who is truly pulling the strings, adding an intrigued storyline to the match. So that is uh, it's my little wording there. Um, let's talk about damage control, okay? Damage control. Something's going to happen. Something is going to be fucked up in this match. I'm going with Team Bianca Belair. I think they are going to get the win. And I actually think... Now, I'm going back and forth between who's going to get pinned. It's either going to be Kyrie Sane or Asuka getting pinned. That's what I truly believe is going to happen here. Um... Bailey is going to screw over accidentally screw over damage control. I don't know how she's going to do it, but she's going to piss off EO Sky because if everyone is paying attention to WWE television, 
Io was actually starting to get bothered by Bailey screwing her plan over. You see, Io was the one that brought back Kyrie saying that was not Bailey. And if history shows, Bailey was the one that actually attacked Kyrie saying, like I said, Bailey and Io Sky, they're girls. They go way back to stardom. So they're real close. EO does not need Bailey's help anymore. EO can talk on her own. She doesn't, she's a leader. What people need to understand is EO is a leader in her own right. She doesn't need Bailey. She doesn't need Bailey, right? So from EO Sky's standpoint, bitch, I don't need you. I'm the champ. Why do I need you to talk for me? Why do I need you to always consistently back me up every time? I'm going to go with someone else that I'm more closer to than you. It's Kyrie Sane. So it's interesting and, and it's crazy because even Asuka's real close with Kyrie Sane and EO. So the, the Japanese trio, I love it. I love EO. EO is personally one of my favorites. Um, Asuka is one of my favorites. Kyrie Sane's one of my favorites as well. You know, that trio is it's a bad team right there. That bad trio uh, with Asuka, EO Sky, and Kyrie Sane. They're going to do their own thing. They're going to do their own thing. Um, and Bailey's going to get fucked here. Okay. I want to point that out. Bailey is going to get screwed here. Bailey is going to be a baby face when it's all said and done. When it's all said and done, Bailey is going to get screwed. And here's the thing EO is getting sick of Bailey's antics. Kyrie Sane doesn't fuck with Bailey at all because she was the one that attacked her uh, before Kyrie Sane left the company. It was Bailey who attacked Kyrie Sane. Asuka never fucked with Bailey. So we're definitely going to see something here. It's going to be over a technicality. Team Bianca is going to get the win. That's my prediction. And my other prediction is Bailey. She might get her ass beat after the match is over. Kyrie saying Asuka and Io. Now, Io's too popular uh, to turn heel. But the thing is, damage controls a heel. But Io Sky, in her own right, by herself, she's a babyface. She's beloved by everybody. Everybody loves Io. Io Sky can't do nothing wrong, right? So, there's a rumor going around, though, in the community that Bailey might go back to being a baby face um, because people's perception is that Bailey's heel run has ran its course. And there's there's plenty of people that really need a character change, and, and Bailey is definitely one of them. Bailey's definitely one of them. If the plan is to have Eel Sky, and I pray to God this is the plan, 
that Triple H and the creative team, they are planning for Eel Sky to go into WrestleMania as the world champion. Because you're at the home stretch here. You're at the home stretch here. You get to the Royal Rumble, and if Eel faces somebody, right, it could be Bailey, it could be somebody else. In my eyes, if Rhea Ripley is planned, and it's rumored right now that Rhea Ripley is tentative planned to go into WrestleMania 40 as the champion, you bet your ass Eel Sky better be going into WrestleMania as the champion. Because here's the facts. Here's the facts. Here's the reality of the situation. I talk talk. I talk real on my show. I'm very unfiltered. But I pick and choose what I say. But I'm being honest to my audience. My audience wants honesty. And I'm going to consistently give that to you guys. Here's unfiltered and the real truth here. I love Rhea Ripley. I adore her. The mommy persona, crazy. I love it. Her run as women's champion, though, has been dog shit. Terrible. Not her fault, that's creative's fault. What I'm getting at is Eel Sky's run has been better than Rhea Ripley, but Rhea Ripley's going to go into WrestleMania as the women's champion still, and Eel's going to lose her title. Got the game fucked up. Got me fucked up. If that happens, I'm going to absolutely go insane. I, I'm I'm going to go insane. And, and I, I genuinely mean that. So they need to figure something out. They really need to figure something out. And I think at the end of the day, I think EO will go into WrestleMania as the women's champion. But again, we'll see. Because anything can happen. Anything can happen. So those are my thoughts there. Now, let's go to the men's war games match. Here's what it says. Like women's war games, the men's war games match is stacked with elite superstars who have a chance to deliver something special in Chicago. The Judgment Day has long been the dominant force on Raw, holding the men's money in the bank contract the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, the Women's World Championship, and an NXT North American Championship. They have stepped on plenty tolls while accumulating those accolades and the likes of Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jey Uso, and Sami Zayn are out for revenge at Survivor Series. They're tired of the Judgment Day and they want to end the reign of the Judgment Day on Monday Night Raw. Things got even more interesting over the past couple weeks as Drew McIntyre aligned himself with the Judgment Day in order to get his hands on Jey Uso. Yeet. Love Jey Uso. Needling a fifth member, excuse me, hold on one second, guys. Needling a fifth member to even the odds, Rose announced that his legacy stablemate, Randy Orton, will be a part of the squad. Let's get it. The Viper is back. Love it. I love it, man. I'm going to get chills, man. And I want to comment on this, man. I know a lot of cats in the community, man, in the space. Oh, Randy Orton should have came out on Monday Night Raw. You can take what I'm going to say as disrespect. It's fine, but this is my opinion. I'm not trying to be rude or nothing. I'm not going to scream at you. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm not going to do nothing. 
But I'm going to tell you this. You should not run a wrestling promotion. Because if your mindset is, oh, Randy Orton should have appeared on Monday Night Raw. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have that mindset and you're not understanding the the suffocation of what happened on Monday Night Raw and not understanding that you don't need Randy Orton to physically be there. You know what I mean? Randy Orton's name was announced. Crowd went crazy. Social media went crazy over Randy Orton's name being mentioned by Cody Rhodes. Did we all assume it was Randy Orton? Of course we did. That don't mean shit, though. I was happy. I was smiling when Randy Orton's name came up. The crowd went crazy, but he didn't appear. He doesn't need to appear. Because guess what? If he appeared and we heard that theme song and we seen him, it really wouldn't have felt that special when we got to Saturday. Y'all got to understand that as a booker, as a creative mind, you got to understand that you don't want to throw your chips on the table so early. Because if you throw your chips on the table so early, when it comes down to it and you're in a position that you need to make a power play, Come on, yo. You're not going to have no chips left. So WWE waited to throw that chip. They gave you a little tease. They threw one chip. Not the whole chips. They threw one chip at you. And y'all freaked the fuck out. That's great. Now they're going to throw all their chips in Chi-Town when Randy Orton comes out. And every single one of you guys, like myself, we're going to go crazy. We're going to smile from ear to ear when Randy Orton returns in the flesh tomorrow night in Chicago. It's a great feeling, man. I love it. I love it. I'm so happy he's back. So needing a fifth member to even at the odds, Rose announced that Randy Orton will be a part of the squad. Orton has been out of action for a year and a half after undergoing back surgery. So fans will undoubtedly explode when his music hits for the first time. That's why I'm saying it was special when he comes out. Because if he came out on Monday Night Raw, it wouldn't have been that special on Saturday. I'm sorry. It wouldn't. It should be noted that Uso, Us, Jay Uso, played a role in Randy Orton's injury as he and his brother Jimmy put the Viper through the announce table after his most recent match. So potentially animosity between Jay and Orton will be worth monitoring. I'm going to start writing these type of things more often. Did y'all see Jay Uso's reaction when Randy Orton's name was announced? That boy was shaking. That boy was shaking when Randy Orton's name was announced. It's going to be good. It's going to be good, and it's going to be interesting, and I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited, and uh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Can't wait, man. It's going to be very fun. It's going to be very fun. We also have Miz and Gunther. Miz trying to prove himself that he is on the level of Gunther. And that's going to be something to see. Gunther's going to ultimately have the upper hand. 
And when it comes to the men's war games, my prediction is, of course, Cody Rhodes and his team getting the win. I think we're going to see a split after Survivor Series regarding Damian Priest, where J.D. McDonough is, well, in people's eyes, they're saying that he's already in Judgment Day because he technically is because Damian Priest introduced him to the Judgment Day. I think Damian Priest will be on his way out. And I think as we lean towards the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, we are going to see this split between Finn Balor and Damian Priest as those guys I see going one-on-one. Like I said, Gunther and The Miz. Gunther and The Miz is very interesting. So this is what I wrote down here for this one. Gunther is in the mix of a record reign over 500 days as Intercontinental Champ, while The Miz is an eight-time Intercontinental Champ, putting him on one title away from matching an all-time record. The Ring General is a heavy favorite and doesn't seem to be taking The Miz seriously, and The Miz has shown during the build towards Survivor Series that he may have some tricks of his sleeve. I don't know what he's talking about when he says tricks up his sleeves, but tricks are for kids, right? There is an obvious disconnect between Gunther and The Miz that should be fun to watch as they are essentially polar opposites when it comes to how they approach being WWE wrestlers. Yeah, this uh, mismatch of styles here is going to be great. I think Gunther versus The Miz is going to be a sleeper hit. It's going to be a sleeper hit. Now, obviously, we're all going with Gunther, okay? (laughs) The Miz is not beating Gunther. I'm sorry. Actually, you know what? I'm not sorry. Y'all know it's true. Gunther is going to retain, and he's going to continue his dominance on top. Let's talk about Rhea Ripley and Shotzi, or not Shotzi, I'm sorry. Rhea Ripley and Zoe Starks. I think Zoe Starks is great. But Rhea Ripley is not losing that championship against Zoe Starks. Okay? So, Rhea Ripley is going to win that match. Santos Escobar versus Carlito. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't understand why this match is even on the show. In my personal opinion, I don't know why it's on the show. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how the match does. It's going to be great. It's Carlito. It's Santos Escobar. We got two gems in the ring. They're going to put on a great match. Um, the LWO storyline, I think we're going to get a split of the LWO. We're going to get Santos' LWO. And then we're going to get Rey Mysterio's version of the LWO. And I'm wondering when we're going to get, again, Rey Mysterio versus uh, Santos Escobar. Because I know Rey Mysterio is hurt right now. He's out with injury. But I'm... I'm thinking maybe we get it at WrestleMania. Maybe we get we get it at the Royal Rumble. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Something to think about. Something to think about for sure. Um, so we'll wait and see what happens. But Survivor Series, again, it's going to be a good show. And I'm I'm very excited to see what the WWE is going to have cooked up when it comes to uh, what the WWE is going to do. Um, okay, let's get into let's get into CM Punk, man. Let's get into CM Punk because a lot of people, 
A lot of people are hoping and praying and everything that CM Punk is going to return tomorrow night at Survivor Series. But this is a report coming from Dave Meltzer. Take Dave Meltzer with a grain of salt. Um, He's credible, yes, but I don't take every report he says to be accurate or true. Um, He dances around a lot of things. He doesn't give you a yes type of response. He doesn't give you a no type of response. He kind of gives you an, an equal amount of both, and I don't like that. You either go right or left. Don't go in the middle. Um, but that's Dave Meltzer. So, but this is the report from him. WWE is willing to sign CM Punk if the fans want it. What? Nigga, we all want it. What are you talking about? That's see, this is what I'm talking about already. WWE is willing to sign CM Punk if the fans want it. Of course we want it. Meltzer spoke on the observer. That this is assuming that Punk wants to come back. Of course he wants to come back. What are you talking about? Come on. So he's going to retire in pro wrestling? Come on now. Quote, while every creative head has their plan, this creative side is not looking at being comfortable with the audience like Vince McMahon often was. Guys, CM Punk is coming back. Okay? Um... Here's another report regarding CM Punk. CM Punk told at least one person close to him that he was speaking with WWE with the WWE higher up recently, but no context of that conversation was uh, provided. More news on CM Punk. Those close to the situation have denied it, but it's possible it's a well-kept secret. W online with regards to CM Punk and Survivor Series this Saturday. And then a cult of personality remastered 2023 remake, apparently. Um, and everyone's thinking that it's CM Punk. Listen. All right. Just just listen to me. Um, I listen. Do I want CM Punk? To come back to the WWE. Of course I do. Of course I do. Do I think he's coming in tomorrow? No, I do not. You don't need CM Punk. You want to know why you don't need CM Punk? Because you announced Randy Orton. That's enough. You know, people out there in the wrestling space don't understand that, yeah, you announced Randy Orton. But if CM Punk comes back to the WWE, I'm telling you right now, everyone is probably going to be talking about CM Punk and not Randy Orton. Shouldn't everybody talk about Randy Orton? Come on, yo. Randy Orton is a WWE lifer. He's an OG. He's a legend. He's a GOAT. Give Randy Orton his flowers. He's been gone for so long. People need to talk about Randy Orton alone and not CM Punk. Oh, yeah, Randy Orton return. Uh, Who cares? Nah, but CM Punk is back, though. Don't do that. That is not cool at all. But again, anything can happen. CM Punk could appear tomorrow. In my eyes, you bring Randy Orton back, which they did. He will appear tomorrow night, and all of it will be all about Randy Orton. 
And then we get to January. And that's where even more rumors and innuendos and speculation and teases and everything regarding CM Punk. I'm holding the fort down, and I'm going to say this for the last time. I think CM Punk is going to return to the WWE. We all know that. He will. It's just, when is he going to return? He's either going to return in November the 25th, which is tomorrow, Survivor Series, Chicago. Or, he's going to return in January of 2024 at the 2024 Royal Rumble. And that's where I think he's going to return. We'll see what happens, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I talked to a lot of my boys um, about, you know, Survivor Series and what people think is going to happen. Some people think that CM Punk's going to return. Some others say that he's not and that, you know what I mean? It's just blowing smoke just to stir up his conversation, just to stir up his name and get his name in the news. Of course it is. Um, you never want to believe every everything you read on the Internet. You know, I've been saying that for a long time. Um, but I'm happy I did this little short podcast for you guys today. Um, again, Survivor Series is tomorrow, so stay tapped in tomorrow night on the Wrestling Takeover for my immediate reaction, opinions, and everything regarding Survivor Series. Tomorrow, I'm, in, I'm very excited. I know it's going to be a good show. And hopefully, we have some little little implications on the Royal Rumble. And we'll wait and see what happens um, tomorrow night. Um, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be rocking. And for the Chicago fans out there, I don't think you're going to get your boy. I don't. But it's possible. You can get him. But please show Randy Orton some respect. This is Randy Orton. A legend. A goat. You should be excited. You Chicago fans. You should be excited about Randy Orton. And I'm going to leave it with this. If you boo Randy Orton. On God, I'm going off on the Chicago fans. Don't do that. But yes, that's all I got for y'all. Stay tapped to the wrestling takeover. Follow me on social media, Twitter at JT Takeover, Instagram at the wrestling takeover. I'm going to be doing more videos on TikTok, tiktok.com slash the wrestling takeover. I appreciate the support on there. And be sure to follow me again on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio wherever you get your podcast. And again, this is Jordan Turner, and I'm host of the most creative and honest podcast in the game today. This is the Wrestling Takeover.